it's like they say on Love Island, if you if you don't have the chat, you got to have a bit of banter. You know, he's got to have a bit of banter. And on paper, he's my type. You know, he's he's tall. He's got the dark hair and the blue eyes. But he hasn't got he's the banter. He, he's, yeah. he's right fit. He's proper fit. <laughs> <laughs> but he hasn't got the chat. I love it. Listen, I don't watch Love Island, but this makes me want to. <laughs> every, every time I start watching Love Island, I get fatigued so quickly. Because really? they release an episode, I think, every day. And it is... Oh, God. Each episode That's is, like, two hours long. And it covers, like, less than a day in the villa. They truly film and show you everything. Everything? Oh, my God. Like, it's a little bit insane. It's... Yeah. Uh, uh, but Do it's so like, funny. Bored? Yeah. Ever, oh, like- Absolutely. And that's, I never, I don't think I've ever finished a season. I barely make (laughs) it past like the first 12 episodes because that's only the first fucking two days of the, of them being there. It's insane. I make it through a week and a half and that's it. I'm done. (laughs) But iconic. Absolutely. Absolutely. I always wonder if I could make it on like a reality show. Bachelor in Paradise is the best reality show, like reality dating show currently, in my opinion. (laughs) But my uh, game plan is I would go on the show. I would say to the person, look, I, I'm i sure I'm not what you're looking for. You know, we can play this. We can do this whole song and dance. But I will just be an absolute joy to have around. And I will yeah. just be, I will just be so funny. And I I'm would an say to the producers, <laughs> I would say, you know, you let me know what you want me to do. I would say to the gentleman, you know, I'm going to have fun, you know, and we're going to yeah. have fun together. And yeah. that's that's my game plan. I love it. I think that's a perfect plan. I used to when I lived in South Carolina, I worked with um, a young lady who was on. Um, what is it? The the never ending race. What is it? Oh, the amazing the race. race? Thank you. The never-ending race. Mm. Never-ending race. (laughs) Exactly. And it's got that big flying dog. So (laughs) um, she said, like, she was giving me some kind of, like, insights into, she's like, I wanted to be on Survivor. And Mm. I submitted, like, my audition video. And they called me back, but they were like, hey, we want you to do a different show. Interesting. Is there anyone in your life who have you who you've had like kind of a toxic relationship with, be it your M- mom, <gasps> your sister? That's your ex. that's who they partnered her with. Mm-hmm. They got in contact with her ex, and things did not end well. And what they did was uh, they put them in a uh, a hotel room. So for like two weeks or something like that they put all of the um like contestants in a hotel and for the first like few days you're able to like go out mingle like hang out with the other contestants do the thing and then for like the second week you have to stay in the hotel room all of your meals are brought to you like so basically they just put you in this like pressure cooker yeah to stir up as much drama as you can, and then they like send you off, and they put you in the car, right? Isn't that the whole, the steez of the yeah. show? Yeah, I think so. Um, but it was just amazing to me that she was like, "Yeah, they 
contacted my ex and we're like, yeah, he wants to do the show. So we're going to put you guys in a hotel room together. Like, oh, my, oh God. my. Do you know? No. Do you know how much it paid? <laughs> yeah. $100,000. Okay. There we go. I mean, yeah. 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 I do it. Yeah. Oh my right. god! Well, so do you want to introduce the show? <laughs> yeah, let's let's do the show now. Um, well, welcome to Disastrous. I'm Hannah. I'm Amanda, uh, and this is the show where we talk about the being trapped in a hotel room with your toxic ex of history. That's right. <laughs> it's all disasters are the same; they're just mm-hmm. different, and. <laughs> It's the tagline of the show, <laughs> of like the whole podcast. All the disasters are the same; they're just different. <laughs> oh, and I stand phenomenal. by that. <laughs> you should. You you goddamn should. So, so Hannah's just gonna tell me a different version of uh, <laughs> you being trapped in a hotel room. Absolutely. With your ex. So it's gonna be great. You know what, guys? This week. Uh, we're not celebrating Hanukkah. We're celebrating Hanukkah. Because I'm going <laughs> to... Girl. Mm. That was awesome. Because I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Hanukkah. Um, <laughs> so when you Google Hanukkah disaster, there actually weren't as many things as I anticipated. Um, okay. But firstly... <laughs> When you Google those words, Hanukkah disaster, the first like eight pages of results are about a book called Esther's Hanukkah disaster by Jane Sutton. And it's like a picture book. And (laughs) I want to read you some of the summary. That's adorable. I want to hear all about it. Esther the gorilla, anxious to treat her animal friends, buys Hanukkah gifts for each one, hoping they will be perfect. The choices, however, actually appear to be total disasters when they're given. The socks, turtlenecks, jogging suits, and puzzles aren't right for anyone. Sarah the mouse cannot possibly use elephant-sized socks, despite their unusual patterns. Zack the zebra never wears red, so his red turtleneck is not a good present either. (laughs) Why doesn't Zack wear red? Because of the riddle. What's black and white red all over? (laughs) The answer, of course, is an embarrassed zebra. Oh, I was Um, like, what? I know, right? (laughs) So, and then it goes on and it goes on. But eventually Esther, you know, manages to write her mistakes at the festive eighth night of Hanukkah. And I now know what I want for Hanukkah. And it's that book. (laughs) That book. Absolutely. Oh, my God. That's really cute. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And Esther's a gorilla. Which is crazy. That that was the first line I read is Esther the gorilla. I did I know, not I anticipate like, that. They're okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. A uh, Jewish gorilla, or are her friends Jewish, and she just wants to celebrate Hanukkah. I don't know. Maybe all the animals are Jewish. Um. Oh well, that would be just freaking delightful. That would be lovely. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and it reminds they me. They all go to temple together and like sit in the front row <laughs> at the zoo. <laughs> oh, so sweet. 
they all like meet up on Thursday nights to like plan Shabbat dinner. Oh my god, I would watch this Pixar movie. And yeah, this is actually very cute. <laughs> I was like, yeah, absolutely. Oh. Oh. Um, and it just reminded me also, I didn't even write this down. This just came out of nowhere. When I was a child, I wrote a picture book in elementary school. You uh, did? Like for my family. And That's entitled <laughs> entitled The Hanukkah Rabbit. <laughs> um, in which also adorable a santa claus like rabbit like came to deliver gifts because i couldn't i needed to reconcile you know the two holidays i celebrated yeah you know that's so cute (laughs) did they keep it i want to see it i don't know i should i should ask my parents if they didn't keep it they're bad parents (laughs) yeah right dude i tell you my mom was like can we get rid of your letter jacket and i was like no no what kind of parent asks that that's the thing is, and my mom, bless her heart, doesn't do this. She keeps everything. But there are so many things that I'm like, I want this for my childhood. And I think it's so precious and sweet. If you make mm-hmm. me keep it at my own apartment, I will flip a shit. I do not want it in my space. I do not have room for that. But could you guys yeah. keep it forever and ever? Just keep it forever and then... God forbid when you die, then I'll take it to my place. And then hopefully, you know, by then I'll have a basement, you know. Exactly. Don't make me keep my old teddy bear and my letter jacket at my house. That's just Mm -hmm. mean and rude. And you know, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) So So despite there not being many Google results, I even like kind of scoured Reddit a bit. But... Uh, Hanukkah is kind of like a really good breeding ground for disasters because the really? way the way you celebrate is with children lighting candles, you know, <laughs> and cooking food in hot oil. Like, no, OK, it's yeah. it's the perfect breeding ground. And um, <laughs> one of our the foundation is there. It's, it's there. And I'm I'm just I'm appalled that I couldn't find anything. Um <laughs> At, I wrote, at one of our Hanukkah celebrations, we had some goyim joining us to light the menorah, and <laughs> a family friend of mine caught his hair on fire. Um, oh my god! Yeah. And that smells, like, immediately. Gnarly. Ugh. Yeah. Wait, um, so here's my question. I, yes. This is going to sound really dumb of me, but, like, do you leave the candles lit the whole time? You're supposed to let them burn down. Okay. So, you know, the idea is you put it in your window and let it burn down. So really good breeding ground. I was going to say, I was like, oh, that sounds super dangerous. Yeah. So instead of, you know, finding a modern disaster, I'm going to be telling you a little bit about the original disaster. Okay. The OG? The OG story of Hanukkah. All right. Awesome. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. (laughs) So, um... The story of Hanukkah, like many Jewish holidays and traditions, is rooted in suffering. Um, and then through that suffering, we find miracles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's about 200 BCE, before Common Era, not BC before Christ, because he was not the savior. In, right. If we're in Jewish, in Jewish faith. Right. So... <laughs> Okay. Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize that it was like BCE 
is like yeah. the full common era is like the BC of. I mean, I think BCE is the more like people use it to be like non-denominational. Exactly. The more inclusive of gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. So it's 200 BCE and Judea um, was under the control of Antiochus III. So, you know, that's parts of Syria. It's uh, Jerusalem. It's parts of Western Asia um, is what Antiochus is kind of presiding over. He's... Historically, Antiochus III, pretty chill dude. He declared himself the champion of Greek freedom against Roman domination. So he was all about liberating those Greeks. Um, all right, nice. Yeah. He was the king and the emperor. And with him and the Jewish people, with the Jews, they were like fine with each other. He cool. resettled like 2,000 Jewish families from Babylonia, um, kind of found them safe homes, I guess. I couldn't find much about that. Um, He was friendly towards them. He actually lowered taxes and gave monetary grants to them building temples. Yeah. Yeah. What a guy. I know, right? He let them practice their religion as they wanted. And then the big thing is he didn't kill large swaths of Jews, which compared to other world leaders, well, he's miles (laughs) ahead. I was going to say, if you just leave the Jewish people alone, that makes you like way far and above. (laughs) The bar. Just let them be. The bar could not be lower when it it comes to world leaders with Jews. Right. So, and it's like, it's like somebody went to him and they're like, all right, so what do you want to do about Jewish folk? And he's like, Nothing. I don't know. Maybe just nothing. Just like give them a place to live and kind of just let them do their thing. Right. <laughs> like, okay, well, I guess that's an option. That's different than, <laughs> than most. We haven't seen most this before. Leaders. We Ooh. haven't seen this. this is a new take. Hot take for sure. But um, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's try it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, they tried it out and apparently uh, his son was not a fan of the approach. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. This fucking turd. Okay. Yeah. So Antiochus the Fourth came to power in 175 BCE. So his dad dies, he ascends, and by 168 BCE, he is going full force against the people and the practices of Judaism. He really wanted the Jewish people to worship Greek gods, um, and when there was pushback against that. He sent military forces into Jerusalem to loot the second temple, which okay. is the historically the second the second temple. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah it was like I, yeah. the second temple of like the yeah yeah it's okay. it's, it's just the second one they did yeah okay cool 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 right. <laughs> uh, not cool uh, cool that I, I understand what the yeah. second temple is yeah so he was like okay military go into Jerusalem go you know what. Not the first temple. That's too far. But now the second temple. That might be the sweet spot of the message we're trying to send. Is that... (laughs) He's like, dude, just do the Greek gods thing and I don't need to destroy your shit. Dude, Zeus is so cool. He fucked so many women. Like, he cheated on his wife so many times. That's my whole thing. You want the Jewish people to give up their gods to... I'm sorry... What was it again? 
to worship gr- Greek gods? Yeah. Well, okay. And <laughs> my little Percy Jackson heart, I, I, I love. I, I I love the Greek gods, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but well, listen, they're great stories. For yeah. Sure. But like, don't ruin our temple because you want. Come on. It's got a lightning shit. Like, come just on. Let, just let us have the one, you know? You have like a million. Yeah, I love the million. Hercules movie. But like, just. <laughs> the, we already got our stuff. It's oh, in the books. So he massacred a lot of Jews um and he outlawed the practice of judaism yeah (laughs) great what a dick great guy what a dick so the destruction of the temple was kind of a really big sticking point in the story um Mm -hmm. i either mentioned this to you off mic or on mic but when we used to celebrate hanukkah my Mm -hmm. mom would read us the story and then ask us questions and we had to oh yeah we had to get a question right right? (laughs) to get our gift (laughs) and wasn't your brother like hannah always gets the easy one and she's She's like like, she's four (laughs) (laughs) she's a little kid she just learned how to read so a lot of my mom's questions were about like what did they do to destroy the temple um and you know what mom this one's for you here's what they did (laughs) um they put up an altar to zeus up instead of like the other altar that was already there. Um, They actually sacrificed pigs on the traditional Jewish altars, which is a big old no-no. No-no. Yeah. Like a real big no-no. Oh my God. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's so like. Disrespectful. Right. And it's like, it, it feels like they knew enough about Judaism to know what would really grind their gears. Yeah. They're like, this one's going to sting. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. These guys suck. So gears were definitely ground. Um, (laughs) because after the, (laughs) after the destruction. Sorry, just the way you said it, gears were definitely ground. I've never heard it said in the past. (laughs) I don't think it's a thing, but I should be. I know. I was like, I like it. So, after the destruction of the temple, um, a hero emerges from the rubble. There is a rural priest named Mattathias and his five sons, John, Simon, Elizer, Jonathan, and Judah. And awesome. yeah, they led a rebellion that would be known as the Maccabean Rebellion. Yeah. Dope. I know, right? I'm so excited. I'm so jazzed it's, for this. It's like I picture them as like, they all have like different colored spandex. <laughs> Yo, I was picturing them like the 300, but it mm. was six. Mm-hmm. See, I'm like, Mattatius is like Nick Fury, you know? Oh. Like gathering cool. the forces. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. These are like o- OG Avengers. Oh my God. Just a dad and his five sons. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't as inclusive back then. But, <laughs> but yeah, there are no ladies yeah. in the squad. But that's okay. That's all right. There there are a few stories that I didn't dive into about like powerful female stories from this time, actually, that like helped. I didn't dive into it. Should I have? Maybe. But oh well. Listen, we got time for that, girl. We got all the time in the world. We'll bring it back, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. 
Um, Mattathias unfortunately dies before he can see his rebellion uh, to the end. But his son Judah Maccabee took over. And Judah was given the sickest fucking nickname. He was called Judah the Hammer. Um, Yo, let's go. Mm-hmm. He's giving Thor. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, giving Thor so much. <laughs> but not giving Thor because that's a Norse god. So like... <laughs> Like if Thor was the thing that we were kind of, you know, you know like, not if to... Thor was non-denominational and like wasn't associated with yeah. North Norse mythology and whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. You get it. <laughs> so within two years, they had driven the Syrians out of Jerusalem. They used a lot of guerrilla warfare tactics. They liberated the temple and they were able to rededicate it. Yeah. They took their like Zeus painting down from the altar mm-hmm. and they're like, get this shit out of here. They were like, get this ripped, like- ripped looking Zeus out of here. <laughs> yeah, right. get, get these pigs out of here. Gross. Like, gross. No. Ugh. In this oh household, God. we okay. only do turkey bacon. Girl. Mm. Live it up. Live it up. So <laughs> Judah called on his followers to help cleanse the second temple. They rebuilt the altar and they lit the menorah. And the menorah at that time was like a seven pronged candelabra. Okay. And it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be kept lit, right. you know, every night. Got it. So this is when we switch to kind of the miracle um, that is talked about and that, a lot of people, you know, say didn't actually happen. And actually certain Jewish texts didn't really mention it. But oh well. <laughs> I like to believe story. it happened though. Me too. I know. I'm like, <laughs> it's a miracle. It's a Hanukkah miracle. Yeah. Just all right. It's the festival of lights. It's the miracle of the oil. <laughs> all right. So basically, Judah and his followers, they only found enough pure holy oil to keep the menorah burning for one night. But they anticipated it taking longer than that to find more holy oil. So uh, they lit the menorah and were like, we'll burn it as long as we can. To everyone's surprise, it kept burning for eight nights. And at that point, they found more. Yay. And that's why we celebrate eight nights of Hanukkah. I love it. Oh, yeah. That makes my heart so happy. Doesn't like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's because I grew up hearing this story and like, I don't know. It is so like, oh, I want to believe in that. Me too. Well, and I'm like, I didn't grow up Jewish. I know some stuff about like Hanukkah and and the Jewish faith. But the first time I heard um, about the Maccabees and the like the oil burning for ages, I was like, oh my God, what a miracle. That's amazing. Like... I think what makes it so heartwarming and what makes me want to believe in it is it's like, it's not this giant thing, you know, like, it's not like someone can suddenly walk who hasn't been able to walk in decades. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like this small, like, very um, important religious detail of keeping the menorah lit that like they they were able to do it you know and it's just like and it's beautiful and subtle and like yeah it's just like this beautiful little detail that like sparked a you know like and we still talk about it today yeah which is well so 
Yeah, so that's what's interesting is like Hanukkah isn't actually a super major holiday Mm -hmm. in the Jewish faith. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, people who observe, they aren't required to not work or not go to school. Mm -hmm. There's no like limitations on that where you find that with a lot of other Jewish holidays. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's been given so much prominence culturally because it falls around the time of Christmas. Yeah, I was at Target, my favorite place and uh (laughs) they had a hanukkah aisle like Mm -hmm. so there's like obviously like 10 christmas aisles Mm -hmm. and then the hanukkah aisle i was like "Ooh, yeah and i like go down Mm -hmm. and i don't know if i told you about this i saw like and i'm i'm like i want to get like happy hanukkah like kitchen towels and shit like that like (laughs) and um i saw the cutest thing ever it was a mensch on a bench it's like elf on a shelf yeah right? i was like stop mench on a bench i was like i should get it i should don't no, you don't need to get it yeah you should get it like just for five minutes i, I saw there, I, like, I should get it I saw this video probably on Instagram Reels. I don't have a TikTok. Um, and it was about like this product they were selling called like Hanukkah mousse. And the person read it and like read the description of it. And it was like, this is all bullshit. This is clearly not connected to Judaism at all. Like they're mentioning like random ass words that like don't mean what they think it does. Really? <laughs> yeah. I really want to see like, this now. Yeah, that's commercialization <laughs> for you. For real. Just like whatever kind of Hanukkah adjacent words they're just plugging in at like the weirdest times. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I get it though. Like if, you know, I celebrated both always growing up Christmas and Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. But if you only, if you're like only Jewish, strictly Jewish and don't celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just see all the Christmas trees. Yeah. Yeah. I'd want something to do. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, I remember, I don't know if this is still true, but um, I think in, like, a couple of, like, old, older movies and stuff like that, the Jewish families would go out on Christmas because it was just, like, another day or something like that. And they would go out to dinner and shit would be, like, closed and... There's the cliche of, like, Jewish people getting Chinese food mm-hmm. on Christmas. Yeah. You know, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, like, getting Chinese food and going to a movie, I feel yeah. like, was a big thing that people talked about doing. Yeah, I'm like, listen, yeah. that sounds like a great time to me, but, you know, I'm, ju- I'm just sitting there <laughs> pounding wine to get through it and just... <laughs> To get through Christmas. I guess we have to, like, roast a ham or something. Like, Like, oh, God, I hate ham so much. Oh, (laughs) so. And I genuinely do hate ham. Like, it's, I've never liked it. It's always been, like, sweet, like, in a way that I. It is always sweet, yeah. I've never liked. Um, And don't tell anybody this, okay? This stays between me and you. But. uh, Yeah, of course. I threw a ham sandwich at a kid one time on the track bus. Amanda. I, I, listen, I was. Okay, wait, you were also a child. It, yes, I was. Thank you. Okay, that, that was, is a crucial detail. That was going to be my follow-up. And I was like, listen, I was like 16. <laughs> okay, there we go. And kind of a monster. Kind of really mm-hmm. similar to how I am now, but mean. You get it. Mm, but 16. But 16. And yeah. uh, I told a kid, because we would always get ham and turkey sandwiches 
like for the end of our track meets right and just like I don't know I was a junior so I told a freshman I was like hey run up there and grab me a turkey sandwich um make sure it's not ham not ham oh <gasps> and he got you ham. do not get me ham and he was like okay cool got it comes back and I take one bite into the sandwich and I was like And he's like, okay, sitting like two like seats in front of me. And I like, I just like wadded up the sandwich and I told the kid in front of me to duck down and I threw it as hard as I could at the back of this kid's head, which probably wasn't very oh hard, but he was really confused. <laughs> I like, um, I this is understood. The more details I got, the more, uh, you know, sympathetic. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I was like, you know yes. what? And this is like something that I've held on to since my teenage years. And I was like, I do feel bad about that. I shouldn't have. <laughs> There's always one thing that you did in <laughs> high school that you're like, oh, would it be weird if I reached out to them and apologized? <laughs> do you think he's on like, Facebook? Like, would that, would that cause more harm than good? <laughs> oh. Like, God, am I just doing this one for me? Right. Well, okay. So when I think about that kind of stuff too, and like people like, cause I have friends that are in like AA and I'm like, you know, when you do your atonement stuff, like when you have to apologize to everybody, is that the kind of shit they're talking about? <laughs> like what, what's the level for it? Yeah, where do we stop? They're like, you gotta go oh, back. Fuck. You gotta apologize to everybody you've ever wronged. And I'm like, yeah, that could take a while uh, yeah. <laughs> i don't even know that kid's i don't remember name. <laughs> a lot of stuff <laughs> oh god oh man well this is so fun. <laughs> was yeah actually- just like a final a final thing just to wrap up mm-hmm. um we're goofing we're having fun and i think it's very easy to think about anti-semitism in the past tense yeah um, especially people will be like, oh, the Holocaust, um, as like their prime example they point to. But anti-Semitism, um, like so many other isms, is still like very prevalent today, mm-hmm. very part of the world. Mm-hmm. And a good source, if you want to help fight against it, mm-hmm. the Anti-Defamation League or the ADL is a really great place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're thinking of somewhere to throw your money at, mm-hmm. um, that's a good starting point. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, I will I will say that, like, I have uh, been trying to convert to, to Judaism for, yes. <laughs> for a while now. A little trickier than it might seem, but yeah. I'm doing it. Um, so, yeah, it's it's still uh, it's still around. But you also have uh, people like me that, you know, want to be in a club. Just spit right at the camera. <laughs> I know. I saw that one. I was like, I saw it like fly out of my mouth. Those said, whew. <laughs> Thank God you're not sitting right oh, in front God. of me. You would be like. <laughs> I'd get it right on my face. Right on your face. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes. Uh, well, thank you for telling me that story. It was delightful. Yeah. Um, also love the, the Maccabee and the, you know, the miracle of. Miracle of Lights is what it's called, right? Yeah. Uh, it's the Festival of Lights. Oh, Festival and of then, Lights. Yeah. Really cool? I don't know. Maybe it's the Miracle of something. I don't know. Um, well, thank you. That I'm was not so as good at, at being half Jewish as, a, Jewish as I should be. <laughs> I think that is Oops. the, you know, 
the amount that works is, is the amount that works. I was like, also, if I have sounded insensitive in any way during this, I really never mean to. I know, right? I, I want like to tell you how much I love and respect you and your culture. And that's pretty much it. And I'm just, um, just a big dumb baby. So, well, Ooh, baby. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to tell people where to find us and follow us? I would love to. Okay. So feel free to email us at uh, disastrouspod at gmail.com. Tell us what we messed up this time. <laughs> there were so many other like long names and like places that I was like, I, I can't deal with this. That's not <laughs> our vibe. I'm sorry, but I am going to actively ignore it. I am so um, overwhelmed. <laughs> like, I, I cannot do this. I was like, this is all from like 150 BCE. Like I am. You did such an amazing job though. So, (laughs) so email us what I messed up. Um, Email us your personal disasters. Um, You know, anything you want, what your plans are for Hanukkah. What do you like dipping your latkes in? I go sour cream and applesauce. Girl. And a little sugar. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. maybe. So you can also find us at Disastrous Pod on Instagram and at Disastrous Lee Pod on Twitter. Please make sure to, uh, you know, follow, rate, review, um, send it to a pal who you think would enjoy this. Yeah. Uh, we want to hear all about your life. Send us pictures of your dogs. Whatever. Oh, Oof, I'd love it. That would be great. All right, you guys. Well, um, this has been Disastrous. I'm Amanda. And I'm Hannah. And we love you and respect you. And we'll catch you on the flippy floppy. Okay, bye. Bye.